0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings. Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation, initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's hbidojo.com. In this clip, Eric discusses bridging the gap between spirituality and daily life. Understand the importance of maintaining your meditations and spiritual practices to up your spiritual wattage. Then, discover a simple movement that calibrates your energy and creates a reservoir filled with prana energy. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session episode 6.
0: Tonight we're going to work on a, a number of things within the amount of time we have, and uh, you know I want to talk about something that I think is very important as a, as a teacher to really enforce into your thinking, and that is the sense of you know sometimes I'll I'll go on stage and people will be looking at my aura and they they'll they'll kind of dial in and they see this this really big aura. And, um, you know, I don't think that, you know, anything that I can do, I absolutely believe and have proven that my students can do. It's really just about application. And I teach everything. I don't hold back anything. Uh, My belief is that if I can teach someone to, to exceed where I am, and they serve God, they serve the universe, then I have served God in the greatest way that I could. And. He'll give me a great planet to go vacation on for the next life. But anyway, the reality is that's what's really the most important thing to me. And so I do absolutely believe that anything I can do, anybody else can do, that's a white cell and applies himself and, and focuses on this and makes it part about their mission in life to serve you know God, to serve the universe. So I don't know if I've ever given it a name, but I call it spiritual glow or energy of frequency. This is basically amping up your wattage. And I've often said that in order to do anything psychically, you need prana. You need energy. If you don't have that energy, if you don't have that prana, then several things are going to happen. You're, you're going to feel spiritually fatigued. You're going to find that circumstances in your life are not working out in your favor or not ideally. You're going to start to go into the dough because the dough is going to just bump you right off. And because you're you're leaving yourself vulnerable. Now, you you know I, I would love to say to everybody it's it, it's easy to be spiritual twenty four seven. And the truth is that's just would be utter bullshit. And I'm a realist and I say it the way it is. The truth is life is life. Shit happens and. We have to live with one foot in and one foot out, and that's the bottom line. And we have to accept that reality because if we don't accept that reality, then when we fail, you don't bother getting up. You just feel like broken, and that's it. And my theory is if you're broken, let it mend – And you can mend by just thinking about mending and that's how simple it is. And you'll get there when you're ready to get there. I have been down and out. I've been up and above. This is a reality and this is not an easy place at times, but yet it can be an extremely beautiful place. And that's the most important thing to recall and think about. But when you do engage your practice and you engage techniques like we're going to go over and start doing tonight, it is this that empowers your spiritual body. You know, I don't like calling it a soul, but for all intents and purposes, I suppose you could. And it's, it's about building up that energy so that you have the ability to experience and feel the universe. To experience and feel that connectedness that you had at your peak times in life. And if you ask yourself, why was I more spiritual at this point in my life than how I'm feeling at this moment or not? It's because you're, you're not doing certain things that are dialing you in. And this is maintenance. This is just like anything else in the universe. It's maintenance. It's self calibration, and it takes effort. You know, it's not like you can just say something to gong you over the head. You know, from the ether, like what the hell was that? Oh, I feel spiritual all of a sudden again. You, you have to be the master. You have to be the adept. You have to be the person that says, okay, this is time for my practice. This is how I don't let the dough creep in, but the dough always creeps in, as we know, because some fool always opens up the door and lets it in and starts. Bah! But you, you have to. Fend that off you have to utilize your training in order to apply that and it's powerful stuff and it comes from from centering you know as i said before you know when i i go through the the guru deck and i think you know it's a really great tool is it perfect no um but it's 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 a great tool because it can give you stuff to to focus on and that's what's important is that anything that makes you reflect on your spirituality or your training or your techniques is what what writes you it's like a spinning top that's starting to lean over and it kind of kind of has that last oomph and it it corrects itself you need to remember that the things that are going to do that is thinking about your spiritual teachings and acting on your spiritual teachings and essentially just saying you're going to engage it and as soon as you do that it, it it's self-correcting it's 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 almost strange but it really does so that's what, you know, doing these classes even with me, that's your, your in a sense, a, I hate to word the, use the word salvation, but you need someone to engage you. All the time, we, we don't have anybody else to talk to. We don't have someone at a synagogue or a church or a temple or anything. This, this is it. This is as, as good as for the moment it gets unless we gather, and that's, you know, even better. But you have to, to appreciate what you have, and this is what we have, and I'm thankful for it. So spiritual glow. Spiritual glow comes from building your prana, expanding your energy field. But more than all that, the stronger the glow, it comes out from the the little things that you become self-aware. And I think that people get engaged in the philosophical teachings – and they get engaged in the knowledge, but what they don't understand is that if you engage in the small practices of becoming self-aware, just, just acknowledging it even for, for five minutes, and you don't even think about it for the next week, the epiphanies, the, the awakening, the, the knowledge that comes into your mind, the things you start putting together, the things you see, and you're like, I've never seen that before, or the phenomena that you see, comes from that calibration you did seven days ago. It can happen that moment, that night, three days later, the next day later, seven days later, but it's a calibration that you're, you're doing because it's, it's like, I often talk about causal energy, not so much about aura, but causal meaning the strip. And it's kind of like your, your chakras going down in a row. Okay. And imagine them being like, you know, a softball and you have all these softballs kind of made out of energy, if you will. And what happens is it's just like your spine, they start to misalign. And this is nature. This is because we are, are forcing ourselves to be a dimensional or conscious being in a reality that is designed to be three-dimensional physical. And so we take care of the body. We think about the body. When the leg hits something, we we deal with that. When we are sick, we deal with that. But, but you have to also be aware of this, this alignment that starts to kind of creep out. And you don't have to see a specialist. You don't have to call me to go and fix it. You can fix it. And it's, it's that simple, and it comes from doing things like we're going to do that you know to do. But I think these things get kind of this is why you get to practice, and all of a sudden things start to become uh, uh, stronger in your skill set because you 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 start to to have it rebound faster because it's like something you're used to doing, and you will start to do it unconsciously even. So let's get started with with some of that. So in in either case, uh, what we're going to do is very very traditional very very beginning stuff and it's the most profound stuff the beginning stuff is the most profound and when you guys do this class i make points to you guys and you guys are like my god i never thought about that way that just changes everything so we'll see if i can bat a, a thousand again this week we'll see so the first thing you want to do is is two hands kind of put them right here okay and we just want to sit for a moment and just relax okay and my favorite word subtle Versus me always getting yelled at by the English major saying subtle. And I go, screw that shit. Subtle. Because you won't forget it then. If I use subtle, you won't remember it. You'll be always like scratching at your head. Why does he say that? Anyway, that's why. Because you remember it. So subtle is the, the key. And that means the very... the very fine energy. And it is in the fine things, the small things that become profound when we reflect on them, they become more pronounced. So we're just going to put our hands there, feel the presence in our chest and in our stomach, just kind of relax there. And anybody who's not familiar with what we're doing, this is a very first thing I think I teach it in foundation, actually, is that when you meditate, some people say to us, why don't you open your arms? And i say, because your flow of energy moves out of you. It's not something that's building up like a reservoir. And when you bring your hands together, after a few seconds, you feel the, almost like a warmth, it starts to build up. And that's subtle because almost, I say, it's because it, you literally do but this to, to, somebody who's not aware of finding that or how to find it or what to pay attention to. It's almost like it doesn't exist. And then they, they have to find tune themselves Then it's undeniable. Once you dial into it, so that's what we're going to do. So we're going to instead of just going into a meditation, what I want you to do is to do several rounds of feeling the energy, becoming aware of it, and then bring your hands open and becoming aware of what that feels like—that openness. And you will feel after a few seconds, it's almost like a, a a downflow, like 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 liquid coming out of you out of your your chest and you're moving through your body as if it's dissipating. Okay, and now we're gonna bring our hands back together, palm to palm, and it's, you're gonna feel it like a reservoir slowly building back up again. And we're gonna bring our hands open again and let it out. And it takes about three to five seconds, but it's strange. Everybody feels the same thing. You feel it kind of in your chest almost as if something like is, is almost like a, like a pond or something, like it's been drained or, or, or a dam has been opened up and they're draining the pond. It's a weird – it's a sensation, literally. Yes, am I crazy, or do you guys feel what I'm talking about? Don't say yes and agree with me because I can't help you if you just say yeah, yeah. Okay, this is real stuff, and I think that there are people out there who think that I'm just talking in symbolism that I'm, I'm just saying these things because it's like to give them a metaphor. And I, I mean it literally. There's sensations. They're, they're literally there. So, again, we're going to bring our hands back together. And after a few seconds, right away, you feel it well back up again. It's, it's a very interesting, it's subtle, but it's there. And if you just let it sit there, it's almost as if you can feel, um, almost like a heat coming from here. If you feel your, your chin and everything, it's almost like there's a body heat that starts to rise up a certain warmth. And open your arms again and just let it release. And then you'll feel that final, part where it moves down. Now, here's when it's going to get a little bit newer. Now, most of the time, we don't do the energy up and down. We just say, okay, this is feel the difference. You feel the difference. You're like, okay, yeah, I understand. Great. And that's why we meditate this way. We want to build up that energy because it's building your dimensional body. And this goes back to foundation. This is the most important teachings that will define you whether you are awakened or not and like i've always said i'll bet you some of your best experiences happen in the first few weeks of meditating because you're doing everything by the book you're you're doing exactly what i told you to do and then you have all this interesting stuff happening and then what happens is, is you start to wander a little bit and you get these other ideas and you're like, well, maybe I'll try meditating meditate this way, or I'm going to not touch my chakra for a little bit and put my hand down, or I'm going to do this, or you start listening. And all of a sudden, a few months later, a few weeks later, you're like, well, you know, it's not as good as when I first started. When I first started, I was shaking. I was having vibrations. I was tilting. I was feeling elongated. And all of a sudden I had flashes and everything because you did stuff by the book, There's a reason I've thought about all this other stuff. If you think I haven't tried to go do this or that, you're crazy. I've I've refined it down to perfection. So now when you have your hands like this, what I want you to do is to get familiar with building up that energy. And what I'm going to ask you next is something that takes discipline. So focus, feel the energy, And I just want you to give me a little nod of your head when you can kind of feel it up to the point where you almost got that that heat underneath your chin, almost that full feeling. Now, we know when you move your hands, it's just going to be about five seconds later, you're going to feel that drain, okay? But here was what I want you to do. I want you to hold it. I want you to think about holding it. But you're going to, when I say, open your hands, but you're going to hold that energy in and not let it flow down, okay? So in the count of three, we're going to open our hands, but you're going to hold that energy there. And The second I just suggested that, did you feel a flux happen in your chest as if it went down on its own, even though your hands were still closed? That is the power of your mind. Energy begets, begot something, with your conscious thoughts. It follows what you your mind wills. Your your physical movements just help you relate to the thoughts and amplifies like a confirmation of what you want to do. What you have to do is you have to get to the point where you can do it without moving your hands, without w- with moving your hands or moving your body, but you hold it. When people ask, you know, when I move around and I go in between or I do psychic stuff, I say I hold that state of mind. That's why I can get up and move. Other people can't do that. The second they move, it breaks. And like a house of cards, it just falls down. I hold the cards together when I move. That's mental discipline. Kung fu, master. So let's go and let's hold that energy. Feel it. Hold it. On a count of three, we're going to open our hands, but we're going to hold it. One, two, three. Bring your hands back together. Open your eyes. Okay, was everybody able to hold it and feel the heat moving? Okay, now let me ask another question. Do any of you feel a little bit hotter than normal? Okay, this is where I'm getting a psychic sweat already. I'm welling up that heat. This is a real thing. When you see the Buddhist monks throwing these wet blankets on them and they're having a contest out in the Himalayas and you know, 10 below 0 or some crazy shit and they're drying them off doing this stuff. This is what they're doing. They're 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 controlling that energy and it literally becomes a heat. The body starts reacting a certain way, but it's like energy in a biological effect, okay? So the the point is is you can do this.
1: Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe, but there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two-hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, practice and connect with the Higher Balance community, and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. access the full class go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash eric pepin live